You can either work in the business or you can work on the business. They have the knowledge and the skill to be successful. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow has yet to come. Dive all in on the next chapter of your life. Welcome to The Boutique with Collective 54, a podcast for founders and leaders of boutique professional services firms. For those that aren't familiar with us, Collective 54 is the first mastermind community dedicated exclusively to helping you grow, scale, and exit your pro-serve firm. My name is Greg Alexander. I'm the founder, and I'll be your host. And today, we're going to talk about building an executive leadership team around a founder and a CEO and the impact that that can have on the scale of a firm. And we're really lucky today because we have two guests. We have Jeffrey Pruitt, and we had Ed, and Ed, I always mispronounce your last name, but let me give it a shot. Borromeo, how'd I do? You did great, Greg. Thank you. <laughs> All right, very good. And uh, Jeff is the CEO and founder, and, and Ed is a high-potential employee that has been grown up in the organization. He started off, as I understand, as the EVP of Ops, and he got promoted to COO and then to President. And he's the president of the firm now, which he's been doing that for the last, for the last uh, almost two years. And that's what we advocate for. We advocate for a grow-your-own approach to scaling executive leadership because in ProServe, we're a collection of people. And culture matters. And success, probability of success goes up when you grow your own. And that's the role model that we have today. So I can't wait to jump into it. But before I get into my questions, which I have many, uh, I thought, Jeffrey, I would throw it over to you and have you do a proper introduction of yourself and your firm. And then, Ed, I'd love for you to do the same. Yeah, thank you. So, Jeff Pruitt, uh, founder of, of Tall Wave, uh, customer experience design firm. And we'll get into a little bit of what that uh, company is. But background was Arthur Anderson, Big Six Accounting, to CFO and then president of a pro-serve digital marketing firm uh, that that grew into a you know, from 15 people to about 600 people um, and then started Tallwave. As a customer experience design firm, we're focused on helping brands increase net retention revenue through looking at the experience that they deliver, um, deep journey mapping of that experience, but also looking at the people process and system to, to deliver that experience. We'll go in and do deep assessments and, and mapping of how you can transform that experience over a period of time. And then usually we're part of product design, product management, product strategy, um, potentially program management of those work streams and driving outcomes, which also include the digital acquisition or digital marketing side as well. Okay, great. Ed, how about you? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Greg. So um, I'm an engineer by training, um, an ex-military officer, uh, doing a lot of operations while I was in the service. And then I went into uh, the utility space where um, we ran operations for utilities, but then started off, uh, spun out a technology company um, that did both SaaS work as well as managed services work. And sort of my stint to, my beginnings of stint into professional services. Uh, today, I'm the president of Tallwave. I oversee um, our day-to-day in the business, namely the growth side of the business, as well as our practice areas. Okay, very good. So Jeff has been a member for a while, and I'm I'm happy to report that he's one of our 10 featured role models in my upcoming book, The Founder Bottleneck, How to Scale Yourself. And the subject of that book is, is how somebody like Jeff 
understands who his high potentials are, high potential employees, how to delegate them, delegate to them, what to delegate, which allows the, the founder to reimagine what it is that he's working on and amplify his contributions to the business. So Jeff, let me start there. How did you identify Ed as a high potential employee? Uh, he identified that to, to me personally. Um, <laughs> he had come in when we were uh, a, a little bit different of an organization that we are today. At the time, we're an innovation consulting firm that set in a holding company that also was spinning out some of our own companies. So we had spun out four companies, separate C-Corps. Um, and, and some of those companies were growing well. Um, some has since sold. Uh, and in the meantime, he came in um, as a contributor as he was looking at uh, wanting to get into the innovation technology space, different from where he was a little bit prior. And so he'd come in and he was working for a direct report of mine. Um, and I noticed his potential, but he also came in and said, hey, I, I recognize you're struggling with some stuff in and around operations. I can help you. And um, need, needing the help, I said, well, let's sit down and talk about it. And so at the at the time, I had flattened the organization and, and had everybody reporting to me uh, as I felt I needed to get closer to what some of the issues were. Um, when Ed came in and, and took on some initiatives for me, I immediately realized that he could he could probably take on a lot of the reports and run the operations of that business. Um, he he did come in. He did so. He got us to profitability. Um, and then we had a, an opportunity to merge that business, the innovation consulting firm, with a customer experience digital marketing firm. Uh, when we combined those two, it made uh, a ton of sense to me to move him to COO. Of, of that merger and uh, us both ride together in this journey of building uh, Tall Wave as a customer experience design firm. Very good. So Jeff, let me stay with you and ask a follow-up to that. And then, Ed, I got a couple questions for you, but bear with me. Sometimes when I work with founders and they're struggling with this concept of kind of delegating and replicating themselves and others, there's a trust issue. Uh, they are self-described control freaks and maybe perfectionists. Sometimes they, they they don't think about progress, they think about perfection and, and they're reluctant to delegating and give up key strategic components of running the business. You, you clearly did that with Ed. So did you ever struggle with that? And, and how did you get over it? Well, I, I think from large part, I have an idea of where I want the company to go and I have an idea of how I want to enter the organization. Um, and I always look like 12 months out and I ask myself, how, how do I want to enter the organization when I walk through the doors? What are the things I'm doing? And part of that is a progression of how does the company progress beyond where it is today? So, so getting a little bit of that vision of understanding where the company's going and, and then what is my role in it? How do I show up and, and progress the business more? The conclusion to that is you've got to give up what you're doing and rely on individuals like Ed to be able to, to manage a good portion of the organization. We've had iterations of that, and, and I think we're stepping into our, our next iteration uh, right now, and it feels great. Um, I can tell you that I'm not perfect, um, and I would say I don't know if I'm a control freak from an ego perspective, um, but but I have an idea of 
what works sometimes. And I feel like, Hey, I know what works and, and I need to inject or insert myself in that process. And I hope Ed would say in the last 18 months, I've gotten better at staying out of that process. And he's doing uh, better at also commanding, controlling and reporting up to me um, those things where he might need me. Okay. Very good. So Ed, let me come to you and look at it from your perspective. So, you know, it sounds like you're an execution machine, as a lot of ex-military are, and you're the perfect partner with Jeff, who is probably more visionary, and that's me uh, commenting on that, having had the pleasure of getting to know Jeff. So you guys are a really good match. And you could work anywhere. Why did you decide to, to partner up with Jeff and, and take on this role of president? Um. Gosh, that's a good question. So first of all, I just a notion of this space. I was pretty intentional in getting into the innovation and experience space, um, having sort of gotten a taste of that in my prior life. So I felt like like Jeff, Jeff is the kind of founder that also likes to surround himself uh, with a team and doesn't want to go it alone. And I think that's a big part of his persona. And that was really welcoming for a guy like me to come from the outside and to be part of that. And I think I'm super grateful for that opportunity. And so I think that sort of sets the stage in terms of just, just a partner. I think you said it, you know, it's a good, it's a good compliment. Um, I think to your point of how do, how do we make it work? It's not without a lot of communication, sometimes healthy tension, sometimes, you know, the how versus the what and struggling between that, but it's about wanting to desiring to grow a business and knowing that it takes different perspectives and compliments and I think Jeff adds that he, he, he has a, he has a clairvoyance and a vision that, you know, it's not like I wake up with that. I think that's innate, but, you know, getting, getting stuff done and really understanding how to thread that through the organization while bringing people along is something that I bring to the table. And so us working through that in partnership has been, has been really beneficial for us. And it just takes, it takes the good hard work of talking about it and talking about it and, and, and then holding one another accountable. Something that struck me, Regarding the way that Jeff talked about your story, Ed, and how you came to him proactively saying, hey, I see these particular challenges. I think I can help you with them. I can contribute more. It was really enlightening to hear that from you. And I think many of our members who join as a team that are power members with the founder and his or her team, sometimes they're they're hoping that their right hand or left hand, so to speak, would be proactive with that type of guidance. So what would you say to members of Collective 54 that aren't the founder but are on the executive leadership team? What advice would you give them to inspire them to raise their hand and say, please give me some more to do? I think I can solve this problem or that problem. Yeah, that's a good question. First of all, that struggle is real, right? Because as a growing business, you, you go through these, as Jeff mentioned, these iterations of having to evolve the version of the business, but then the version of you know oneself as you get to sort of the next level of leadership. And I think that if we're all aligned of what we're trying to do here, I think, I think just having that sort of holding one another accountable for the next leg up to, to evolve to the next stage, I think also causes that. You know, for us, um, we're wanting to grow and we know we sort of innately believe and inherently believe that we have to evolve ourselves as individuals. And that means having a vision for where we want to individually go as professionals, as partners in the business, um, which means by definition, having to let go of some things. 
And so you have to believe that these things can't be roadblocks, that it's necessary to evolve. And then, you know, talking about those things very deliberately. So I think Jeff and I always talk about, you know, a year ago, hey, as president, this is where I want you to go. And as a result of that, this is what you need to let go of and where you need to be thinking. And and that is always a, a North Star that we re- revisit, what, quarterly at least? I mean, monthly, but certainly quarterly to every four months, we sort of reset and we say, where are we on our journey of, you know, you coming to fruition as a president and me coming to fruition as a CEO in this next stage of our business. So it's a very intentional and deliberate move that keeps us accountable to, to, to having to reach and grab more. Yeah. You know, it's just exhibit A on how to do this correctly. We're, we're so lucky to have Tallwave in our membership, and it's not surprising that your firm has scaled the way it has. I mean, it's buttoned up on 100 people now which is really a great success story. I could go on and on and on, but I'm going to save some of my questions for the live Q&A session we have upcoming on Friday. So let me uh, let me conclude it there and, and just say on behalf of the membership, uh, the two of you are role models. They're inspirations for everybody else, and it represents how to do it in this particular area. So thanks for being here today and for contributing. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Talk yeah. to you soon. Okay, so for those that are in professional services who want to belong to a community like this and learn from really bright people like Jeff and, and uh, Ed, uh, continue, or sorry, you should consider applying to Collective 54 and being a member, and you can do so at collective54.com. And if you want to read about this subject, how to replicate yourself and others, there's a whole chapter on that in the book. The book is titled The Boutique, How to Start, Scale, and Sell a Professional Services Firm. You can see that on our website or pick it up on, an Am- on Amazon. So uh, listeners, thanks for listening, and I look forward to our next episode.